Support for Two Beards, Please provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing cedarburgassociates at thrivent.com. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we'll be getting together to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello and welcome to this episode of Two Beards, Please. This is episode 38. 38. Back to numbers. I'm so happy. Back to numbers. Yep. Yeah. So this is our September 1st episode that we are doing here today. And we've got a visitor. We we actually made the big time here, Andrew. We've got a sports guy now. Well, what's that? We We, got a what? We have a sports guy now. I know. It's great. We're here with our friend Drew. Drew is our resident sports expert. (laughs) I think uh, expert is probably loosely used. (laughs) (laughs) When I say expert, I'm talking in comparison to Andrew and I. To to preface this, that we've decided that we wanted to do an NFL preview. So we're not sure yet if we're going to have the full season or not. Uh, it seems like it's going to happen, but uh, I guess with everything still up in the air, there are still odds that odds makers are saying that it still uh, could be pushed back or, or canceled at some point. But we're going to move forward. I'm a Packer fan-ish at this point. I've kind of waned in my love of the NFL uh, over the years, but uh, my wife is a huge Packer fan. Andrew, I think you... I know that they that they score like touchdowns, <laughs> yeah. I think, right, in football? So and sometimes and, they kick that oblong ball through like these post things. Andrew's wife is a pretty big Packer fan, <laughs> and I know Drew, you're a you're a Colts fan. Now, does your wife watch football? Does she care? She she's, does. She watches. She's a she's a big Packer fan. Okay. Uh, she likes watching football, which makes it easier on me because at least it's something <laughs> yeah. we can do together a Bonus. little bit instead yeah. of me being uh just stuck in the basement watching football alone all the time. So. I like going to Nate's to watch football because there's food and beer there. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's about the whole experience, right? you got to have right. a couple beers, some snacks. Yeah. So you're into other sports other than football too, right? I mean, I, I've seen, I've been over to your house for other things like the race. Uh, by the race, I meant the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. You're a big Indy fan. You're from Indiana, right? I grew up in Indiana. Which is why you're a big Colts fan. Yep, big Colts fan. Basketball is, is king in Indiana also. Yeah. Sure. So people yeah. love watching basketball there, which is a little different as I've moved around different parts of the country. But I will watch any competitive activity that's going on. And uh, over <laughs> I'll the last... watch racing. Yeah, I've and been over to the, the Indy 500 like for the last 35 years, so it's great. I'll watch that for sure. It's Are you gonna great. watch it Sunday? Oh, I'm ready for Sunday. I am excited. Yeah, it's like it feels like Memorial Day weekend all over again. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the hardest part of quarantine for me was, uh, or has been, I should say, the lack of sports. I mean, I was yeah, pulling I what little hair I have left out uh, <laughs> dealing with that. It was rough. So. Yeah, so just to be clear, Drew is not bearded, so he's not adding a third beard to this, but he is a bald man and shaves <laughs> his head similar to me, so we got that going on for us. Yeah, hair's Perfect. never been my strong suit, so. <laughs> We're like ZZ Top right now. Two beards and a, <laughs> and a non-beard. <laughs> he did grow a mustache when he was deployed, uh, what was that, last year? Uh, two years ago, yeah. If I if you give me six months um, without my wife around to tell me no, 
I can uh, I can grow a pretty pretty solid mustache. Nice. Let's get into our topic here. We're we're going to talk the NFL and those of our international listeners, if you're not interested in American football, we we apologize and we'll get back to something that might be a little bit more of interest to you down the road. Although this Andrew, Andrew likes soccer. Are you a soccer fan? Mm, I Every four years for the World Cup. Okay, maybe maybe once the hey, World Cup rolls you know, around, we'll talk right. about that yeah. a little bit. We'll, yeah. we'll pull that in. So, all right. <laughs> I think how we're going to do this is we're going to go through each division. There's, uh, what, eight divisions in the eight. NFL. There's four in the AFC, four in the NFC. I think I want to start, uh, or I want to I leave the nfc north for last so we'll go we'll we'll start with the afc then go to the nfc i'd like to get your opinion on you know who is really going to be the teams to watch in each division and what your picks are we're going to write them down and uh we'll see <laughs> oh no are you going to bring me back in february we're going to hold you to this <laughs> oh boy. yeah we'll see how right you are all right the, the progno- prognosticator i'll lose a lot of people some money here i suppose well let's just we don't condone that. gambling yeah. oh yeah but if right. you want to give us all your money we do condone that <laughs> yeah if you want to if you want to lose your money i'll send you my paypal yeah right you could venmo me all your money <laughs> all right let's get started let's start with the afc east that has the bills the dolphins the patriots and the jets so historically, it's been the Patriots have been the the big team to beat in the NFC or the AFC East, but with the losses that they've had or the change up that they've done over the years, and I don't follow football that much, but who didn't realize that Tom Brady is now no longer a Patriot, right? Right. That was uh that was the story of the off season and kind of kept us going at least through a little bit of the quarantine time with some news at least to follow <laughs> where where Tom Brady might be going. So is this something where, is this where his wife wanted to be in Florida? I, you know, I think in 15 or 20 years, there'll be a documentary or a book about it, of why yeah, he left. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah. right now, nobody really knows. Is it because the air is less dense down there and the footballs are flatter by default or something? I think people move south as they get closer to retirement anyway, right? <laughs> right. So if he's looking right. to retire yeah. in the next couple of years. Yeah, that's he's, true. He's got to be tired of shoveling snow. Long New England he, winters. You think he shovels his sure own he snow? Didn't shovel Come on, snow. he let's, might. I don't know. Put that out there. He's, he's a got, man. Of the, he's a working man. He's got kids. He's, <laughs> he got tired of paying somebody to shovel snow. I think. Yeah, he. Uh, that's it. He's trying to save a couple bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. you gotta you gotta readjust your uh, your budget when you retire. So <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's th- starting to think about that. Right. Uh, there's no state income tax in Florida, so yeah. that's a big benefit for him. Yeah, the multiple <laughs> NFL MVP and a supermodel. Yeah, right. they're they're pinching pennies, I'm sure. Right, and yeah. so that that well, was know. that was the big story in the off season, and they uh, that that division, like you said, has been dominated for for 20 years by the sure. New England Patriots. And so uh, for me this year, honestly, I got to tell you, I I got to pick the Patriots again t- to win the AFC East. I think it's really hard to bet against them because one of the things that they had going for them for the last 20 years is that the division stinks. Right. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> so. It was easy to win that division, relatively easy uh, to win that division, and I still see him winning it again. And you still have the Belichick factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that a lot of what made Tom Brady Tom Brady, you can attribute directly to Belichick and how he handled, you know, how, how he cheated and got. <laughs> well, absolutely, and so that that yeah. 
allegedly cheated. I'm not, not you know, I don't want to get sued. I, right. He <laughs> allegedly videotaped practices. They allegedly <laughs> deflated footballs. They allegedly did this and that. I think this year he's probably got a plan formulated to infect next week's teams with the coronavirus, at least key <laughs> yeah, players. Sure. Yep. Right. If he can, if he can put somebody on a 10 or 14 day quarantine, he's going to send flowers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sniff. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna start. Yeah, start sending different flowers and and different things uh, in advance of games, and I think that's just probably to key gonna... players, not to the whole team, though. Right, right just a couple you people. Don't make it obvious. There. You know, yeah, if they got a good linebacker that he's worried about, maybe he'll be out for the week. <laughs> so, yeah. is there any other team in the AFC East to to even be talking about at this point, or should we just move on? Um, I think the Buffalo Bills are worth talking about. They added Stefan Diggs from the Vikings. He's a wide receiver who uh, has always been really good. He had a great play in the playoffs a few years ago that people will remember. And he'll help young quarterback uh, Josh Allen with, you know, making more plays and, and giving him a, a down-the-field target that they haven't had there. Okay. Uh, but beyond that, I don't know that there's another team that's really there yet. I think the Jets are going to struggle again. They just don't have a lot of talent. And the Dolphins have looked promising. Uh, they, they beat the Patriots one game last year, which was a huge deal. And uh, they look promising, and they got a young quarterback in Tua. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. Well, I don't even know and who he, this is. So His name's Tua. We'll just go with that. He's, a, he's like Prince, right? He's going to go by one name. Perfect. Uh, he's going to be good, I think, but he's a rookie, and he's just, you know, we okay. don't know what we're going to get. So Right. Yeah, it's so hard to tell with, with rookies especially. What is it? So say? we're going takes... with the Patriots because their coach is a cheater. Perfect. Got it. Yes. Yeah, it's gotten him this far, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a lot of Super Bowl rings. <laughs> right. All right. Let's uh let's move on then. Let's I've got my list here that I pulled up on the web here. Let's go right down the list with the AFC West. AFC I, West. I, it's hard to so we've got the Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. I think anybody that bets against the Chiefs is uh I think they're they're the highest. I, I looked at the the Vegas odds before the show, doing what little prep work I could here for this, and I think the Chiefs are two to one odds to win the Super Bowl again, mm-hmm. and everybody else isn't even close. I think the next closest mm-hmm. is like uh, I think Baltimore is three to one, but we'll get to them later, right? Right. They're uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give you five hundred million reasons why the Chiefs <laughs> win that division, and that's the five hundred million dollars that they handed to Pactor for Holmes in the offseason, right? The, the biggest contract we've ever seen. They locked him down for ten years, which is unprecedented in the NFL. Uh, it, it. There's no way. I think there's no way, barring a major injury, uh, that they don't run away with this division. Hopefully, hopefully he stays injury free because that's one thing that that used to irritate me about certain fans is fans would root for injuries for the other team, <laughs> yeah. and I never, other than maybe like Jim McMahon who I hated as a you know Packer fan playing against the Bears, I never wanted to see anybody get injured because mm-hmm. it was always you wanted to beat them at their best, right? Right. <laughs> to, to Absolutely. Determine who the actual top dog is. So. Absolutely, um, and that they're going to be just—they're just going to be difficult. I think you, every team in that division is going to have to score sixty points a game if they want to beat them. There, there's no yeah. other way to do it. I mean, they proved it in the Super Bowl last year. They were down a few touchdowns, uh, and they just turned it on in the in the third quarter and and ran away with the thing. Did they so. have any significant losses? I mean, you, typically with a Super Bowl team, there's always either a key coaching staff member or free agent that sure. is is lost as part of this did they have any of that no they've actually been the op- the opposite this offseason uh they were able to lock down not only patrick mahomes but travis kelsey and a couple other guys that have been really key for their their uh success over the last couple of years so they stayed the same 
And for them, that's oh. good. They don't need to get any better. You know, right. you win the Super Bowl, right. you just need to bring everybody back. Right. Well, we'll see. Again, it's it's one of those things where it's difficult to, to accomplish once and even more so to repeat, right? It is. Yeah. The the number of re- – even the Patriots haven't repeated as much success as they've had yeah. you right. know, over the years. So I, I do think it's really difficult. But the things that Mahomes does on the field, the way that he extends plays and, and makes these ridiculous – you know – one-footed, side-armed throws that go 60 yards perfectly on target. A lot of people compare him to a former Green Bay quarterback who will not be named here. Uh, is that an apt comparison in your I mind? I think so. I think, I think he's got a little bit of the former and the current Green Bay quarterback in okay. the way that he plays, and he's able to kind of move around. So and... he's a smart gunslinger, so he's not just throwing into triple coverage and... You right, know, he, lobbing it up for for grabs. He's, yeah, he could be the combo. Smart gunslinger plays. Got it. Okay. Right, he's not going to set the NFL record for interceptions <laughs> career. So. That okay, good. Well, I, we'll keep our eyes on the Chiefs then for sure. Yeah, Check. watch the Chiefs. The other teams, eh. The Raiders moved to Las Vegas, and I think that's just the uh, capital of distractions. Yeah. Do you remember so. when there was every every single sports team was like, "We're we'll never have a team in Vegas of mm-hmm. any kind," just due to the potential perception of corruption with gambling. And now here we go. The Raiders. I guess if it's any team, the Raiders makes it's the gotta most be the sense, Raiders, right? The Raiders make the most <laughs> sense, right? Right, and they. Honestly, there. I think that those games are going to end up being road games for them anyway. Once fans are back in the stands, the you know you figure a place like Vegas is where people are going to be visiting. And yeah. so, if you're a Packer fan or whatever team, you're going to look at the schedule and go, "Hey, you know, it'd be a great time to go to Everybody's Vegas." Everybody's going yeah, to, go Vegas. to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. The Packers, sure. right? And uh, I think they're going to have a whole lot of road games at home <laughs> with the crowds they're yeah. going to get. All right, yeah. My Raiders story here is one of my best friends from college. His uncle was the starting center for the Raiders for the first 15 years of the franchise's ex- existence. Wow. Number, number double zero, Jim Otto. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I actually met him at one point and got to try on the Super Bowl ring that oh, wow. he won. So, yeah, great guy and, yeah, just a kind of a neat story. Very cool. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. Guy from a small town up – I think he was from Wausau. That's where he grew oh, up. Oh, okay. From Wisconsin – 15 years in the NFL, and he was a member of the front office then for a while, so I don't know oh, if he's wow. still involved. I'm, I think he might still be involved with the team in some respects, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, moving on to the AFC North. I think I spoiled this a little bit by talking about the Ravens, but we've got the Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers, so you've got two useless <laughs> Ohio teams. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. And, and then you got the other two. I'm hearing that the Ravens are kind of the team to beat in that division. Is that the, the Ravens are okay? So obviously you've got Lamar Jackson who is electric on the field. He's the he's the fastest guy in the field. He touches the ball every play because he's the quarterback and he does incredible things and he can throw the ball. He's he's Michael Vick from the early 2000s except he can throw the ball. Also, d- does he fight dogs? Uh, not to anyone's knowledge. Okay. Not into so dog fighting. He... <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no crimes against any animals. So if we start in Ohio with the two useless Ohio teams, like you said, uh, <laughs> the the Cincinnati Bengals are just that. They are useless. They're they're terrible. And they drafted number one, and they got Joe Burrow, which is a huge deal for them. But he's got basically one wide receiver, no offensive line, no running backs. They, they stink. It's hard to throw to any wide receiver if you're flat on your back. Right. right? 
Yeah, you need, he, it starts up front. Yeah, exactly. And that you know, unfortunately, these teams that aren't able to build build things around these quarterbacks, they just struggle. And and so Joe Burrow is going to have a long, long year in Cincinnati. And, Andrew, so did I lived you... in Cincinnati for like five years, and it was never hard to get tickets. Even then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe it. You could walk up day of the game and get a ticket. Well, they I, they had what one good year. They they won the Super Bowl back in what was it eighty four or something I like think that. Eighties, yeah, they won yeah. a Super Bowl. Maybe with Boomer Esiason those days. I think you're right. Um, yeah, and the icky shuffle. Yeah, the icky shuffle, right? But they, uh, I can't think of a time that they've been good. No, in the last mm-hmm. twenty five years. No, same for the Browns. They're, per, you know, perpetually right struggle. And so they were looking up last year. The Brown this time last year, everybody was talking about the Browns. They they traded for Odell Beckham Jr. from the Giants. They had a couple other good young receivers. They had Baker Mayfield, who was really looking up, and. They underperformed drastically, and and all they did, unfortunately, was all they did was went on on TV and social media, and all these guys are talking about all the haters and this, that, and the other thing. And they needed to shut up and go play football, and they didn't. Yeah, uh, they they couldn't. Odell Beckham was more concerned with his four hundred thousand dollar gold watch that he wore on the during a game as a promotional stunt or or whatever else. Um, yeah, and they really underperformed. And so I think this year, if if Baker Mayfield can look to just make the right decision with the football instead of being worried about the egos of his receivers and who he needs to try to throw to. Yeah. I think he'll be fine. I think he's a good quarterback, but until he gets there, he'll he's going to struggle just like he did last year. So he needs to be take the leadership on the team and become the leader as it sounds like. Absolutely. They they now, need something. How much of that is coaching and and uh ownership because for a long time the challenge was with the ownership group, right? Right, and I think it may still be. I don't I don't know what they're you know, they, they had a number one draft pick a lot of times, and they drafted a lot of quarterbacks and a lot of different players that that kind of flopped. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's hard maybe to pinpoint why that is if you're not able to surround them by other players that are going to help them because football is the ultimate team sport, right? You can't do it alone. Right. Um, right. It feels like they've put the right people in place around Baker Mayfield, but now those people all need to start performing up to their potential. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll so. see, see what happens. Uh, Didn't the, the original other- Browns become the Ravens? The original Browns are now the Ravens. Yeah, they that was yeah. uh, early was late late nineties, mid to late nineties. Yeah, yeah. They moved there. Yeah, and actually, we talked about Bill Belichick and his the dynasty. He's he was a Browns coach at one point. Right. Yep. Yeah. So who knows if they had just stuck it out with him? <laughs> yeah, we could be talking che- about twenty years his way of... into the Super Bowl with the Browns. Right. Well, again, I don't know if they would have given him the control he needed to be successful there. I think in right. New England. Robert Kraft basically gave him the keys to the kingdom and said, yeah. I'll pay for it. You run it. You, mm-hmm. you make Bring me... home rings. Yeah. 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 And he has done that. Yeah. 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 I don't know that the the owner... Is it the Brown family? Uh, um, no, it's no, not actually, the Brown family. No, actually, oddly enough, the Brown family owns the Bengals. That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't know who owns the, the Cleveland Browns. I'm so, not sure. All right. Um, and then you, you've got the Steelers who... Okay, they, they had Antonio Brown. He was a problem. He left. They weren't really any better last year, but Big Ben got hurt and was out most of the year. And so with backup quarterbacks that are getting uh, swung at in the head with their own helmets uh, in a Browns game, in a Browns deal game last year. (laughs) I didn't see that. You know, dealing with that and just not finding the right backup to kind of fit in there, they struggled. And so Big Ben will probably be back this year. I was going to ask if he's still in the league. He's old. He, sort of. Yeah, so he uh, he's still in the league, but he, he'll walk around training camp for the next three weeks with about 15 ice packs strapped to him, and then somehow he'll show up <laughs> on opening day and, and play. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of right. remarkable. But uh, he 
he's still around. He can't have that many years left, and so I'm sure he's itching to to win again before he, they. So, but it, uh, so then, yeah, to to round out the division, I, I think it's it's the Baltimore Ravens again. Like I said, Lamar Jackson is electric. They had some interesting formations where they used Robert Griffin the third, and he, you know, he, he was, was a former quarterback in D.C. Right? Yep. He so was he, a, he could run or throw it. He was a running quarterback, right? Yes, and he just uh, he kind of struggled there, but everybody. Washington's kind of like Cleveland. Everybody has struggled right. there over the last well, 20 that's, years. That's the Snyder <laughs> so, factor, I believe. Yes, it is. And uh, <laughs> we'll get a lawsuit filed uh, right. <laughs> for us on that. Cause... And he, so he's kind of had a resurgence there, finding his own way in certain plays and helping them out. And uh, they, they really had a great year. People were shocked when they lost kind of early in the playoffs. And so hmm. I think going forward for this year, does the NFL kind of figure out what their offense is doing? I think so. And they maybe won't be as successful, but I still think they win that division and they contend for the AFC championship for sure. Now, is Harbaugh still the coach there? Yep. John Harbaugh. Right. John Harbaugh's the coach there. And uh, he's really done a great job over, he's probably been there almost 20 years, I think, at this point. Is he as big of a as his brother? Uh, no, he seems much more normal than than his brother. <laughs> he seems a lot more normal than Jim, who who's kind of excitable and kind of gets going a little bit. Yeah, he was also a Bears quarterback, so that's probably why I can't stand him. See, I, I have a special love for <laughs> Jim Harbaugh because as a kid, growing up watching the Colts, before uh, the, oh, yeah, before the was... Peyton Manning era, Jim Harbaugh was our one successful year where we were a Hail Mary away from winning the AFC Championship yeah. in the mid-90s, which was unheard of. <laughs> you know, I'd watched a bunch of 2-14 and 14 seasons my whole life growing up, so <laughs> I have a special place in my heart for Jim Harbaugh and his All khakis. Right, we'll, but... we'll, let, we'll let him occupy it for you. I won't ruin it for you anymore. <laughs> All right, so for the AFC North, we're going with the Ravens then. Baltimore Ravens. Uh, speaking of the Colts, on to the AFC South. We've got the Texans, the Colts, the Jaguars, and the Titans. You want to talk about the Colts last? Sure. I'll start with. Right. We'll, we'll start with what's easy here. Uh, just go ahead and rule out the Jaguars. They're terrible. Uh, <laughs> they, they just are. They their their one bright spot last year would have been Nick Foles, who they got rid of. Uh, and he went to Chicago, which we'll get to later. They've got Gardner Minshew, who's got a sweet mustache and wears jorts, and so that's kind of fun. <laughs> but beyond that, they really don't have much talent. So the Jaguars uh, were one of the expansion teams back in the 90s, and other than the first couple of years they had some success, I don't know if they've ever been that good. No, they were really successful with, I think Tom Coughlin was coaching there before he coached for the Giants and yeah. had, a, had a good yeah. run. And uh, they they were very successful for a couple years. And then and they, they were average for a while, and then nobody really talks about them anymore. Been bad. Yeah, they've been bad uh, over the last last several years. I think you can rule them out, barring anything crazy. You know, Gardner Minshew turning into uh, Joe Montana in in the next couple <laughs> weeks. I think you can probably rule them out. From there, I would go to the Titans, who made it all the way to the AFC Championship last year and and played great. Derrick Henry is a giant, just beast of a man. You know, most running backs we see are shorter and stockier, and you got Derrick yeah. Henry who's like six one, right, two forty right. something, and and he just runs people over. It's, it's it's incredible. Little guy. There's a there's a picture floating around <laughs> of him, uh, like at a high school football game when he was like a senior, like his senior night, let's say, and it's a photo of him, and he's at that point he was like six foot. You know, two thirty, all muscle, and it's like yeah. this guy is just nuts. And so we had a, we had a, we had a running back at our high school, Harley. He was uh, six foot two sixty. Oh, 
<laughs> and he had he had quick feet. Normally, big guys, you think, you know, okay, no, he was he had quick feet, and he was actually making moves and running over people. So yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> you know he's bigger than the linebackers that he's running yeah. into, and right. so yeah. you're, those guys are going, oh man, I don't know if I can get this guy. So. <laughs> Well, that's where you work on your form tackle and you you make sure you wrap up. Right. Right. Yeah. So he's he's kind of the X factor there. And I think if Ryan Tannehill at quarterback there can have another great season, which he has proved he probably can't. But did, did they that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> didn't they didn't they overachieve a little bit last year? They did. So Ryan Tannehill came up with the Miami Dolphins and was pretty average. And last year in Tennessee they went to him instead of uh, Marcus Mariota, who they had at quarterback, and and he played very well. He really over overachieved, and so I think if he can perform to that level again, yeah, they're going to be good, and they have a chance to win the division. So it's will the real Ryan Tannehill show up, and which one is the real Ryan Tannehill? Right, that's the right. That's the big question mark. Right, history says he's just kind of average, so we'll see. Like Andrew. I- Hey, you got to be good at something. I'm good at being average. <laughs> uh, the next team is the the Houston Texans, and they've got a, one of the best young quarterbacks in Deshaun Watson. He's really great, and he can he can make plays, he can extend plays, he can run. Um, he he's you know he was great in college, and he has kept being really really great in in the NFL so far. And I think if he can learn to connect with some of the new receivers that he has, because they lost their main target in DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason, if he can learn to connect with some of his new receivers, uh, they're going to be successful. Then you've also got it for the Texans. You've got J.J. Watt. I was going to say, is he back? I I know he was injured a year or two ago. Uh, Is he back to full form? He's one of the prides of Wisconsin. Pride of Wisconsin, right? Uh, He is. He's back. But I feel like every year he's back right now. And then Right. And then something happens and he plays six games and they scrape their way into the playoffs and then he ends up playing in the playoffs. And and, and he's back. <laughs> and that, you know, it's kinda how it feels every year. And I know it's not well, entirely he, accurate. He but. also he's he's getting up there in, in age, especially for a defensive lineman. He's not he's not a young pup anymore, right? No, he's probably been around I would say at least eight years at this point, seven or eight years. But you know, I think that's I think we're seeing something kind of change in sports where and look at Tom Brady, he's gonna be forty he just turned forty three or forty four and shows no signs of slowing down. And so Yeah. Um I think that we're gonna see people, even in a defensive lineman position, you know, they're able to take care of themselves so well and they and they, they do that we might see these guys go, you know, you might see JJ Watt go fifteen years. Yeah, he's yeah. he's thirty one and he's been in the league. This will be his tenth year, I think, ninth or tenth year. So he's 2011 was his rookie season, right? And when you miss half the year every year too, you're you're well rested. So I mean, really, <laughs> <right>. game wise, he's. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna survive talking shit about a. I don't. Hey, no, I mean no disrespect to all the uh, no, but I know what you. I there. know what you're saying. So we've got a couple of our friends that are our listeners from that grew up in the Houston area, and they were Oilers fans back, you know, when it was still the Oilers, and have have since become the Texans fans. Uh, in fact, one of them, our friend Josh, was on. We had him on one of our shows uh, to talk yep. about the Fatlanta trip. So if you haven't listened to that show yet, please stop and go back and listen to our Fatlanta trip. We'll wait. We'll for wait you. for you. And we're back. Welcome back. <laughs> Good good segue, Nate. Way to get that joke in. So, Got to get it in every so episode. So 
yeah, Josh and his brother Zach are both very rabid Texans fans at this point. Rabid so. being the being the key word yeah, here. Yeah, should rabid. be put down. <laughs> <laughs> so then to, to round out the afc south you're, you're colts you're, you're gonna call me a homer but i'm gonna be a homer a little bit later too spoiler alert uh, you're, you're gonna pick the colts i gotta pick the colts in this division i do they're is they that are, because you run, you run a colts flag on your flagpole that's right right that's because they're the best obviously <laughs> they've got the most i think they've got the most talent of so hold on hold on a second hold Wait. on a second so andrew you've been over to my house and you've seen drew is literally my next door neighbor yeah uh yeah, and with he's the red truck yes exactly yep. and he's got yep. a a flagpole in his front yard very nice flagpole i'm actually kind of jealous and i might might have to put one in myself so in addition to the u.s flag on top he's running a, a indianapolis colts football flag yeah. underneath it so he's got the two going and uh i don't know it's kind of embarrassing to be honest well you know my wife has talked about getting <laughs> uh a couple other flags right to get a brewer flag and a packer flag and some things that we could run up there you know well i'm gonna change things up and and she has yet to buy one and so it's the ball's in her court (laughs) the flag that i my flag is up and i'm good so so i am uh we were talking to our friend put your hose away steve uh, our fire other firefighter (laughs) buddy and he and i are talking about buying like goofy flags like uh my little pony or hello kitty or something (laughs) like that and putting them up for you so at some point, that may happen, and it may or may not be Stephen. Yeah, I if your uh, if your Colts flag all of a sudden is replaced by a Hello Kitty flag, you know where to go to get. Well, a now, flag. yeah, now I know, which yeah. I knew before. Also, right. you know, I, uh, I, it's it's kind of like a couple years ago. I found I went on vacation and I came back and I found flamingos, pink flaming plastic flamingos in my yard. Yeah. And yeah. I still think Nate has something to do with it, although I, he'll deny until I, the day he dies. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I had nothing to do with that one. That was it not does me. sound like something you would do, though. That, that was not me, nor was it Steve, either. There was not nobody from our neighborhood that did that. Well, now Who did you pay to do it? No, I didn't pay anybody. <laughs> the thing is, Steve knows about the prank happening. He knows that the prank has, used to happen to somebody else. It Anyway, I Steve think you guys are about all... It. We're, we, we were informed. Uh-huh. So if you want to do like a racy chart, for those of you who are in business... <laughs> We we were maybe not so much consulted even, but informed on the on the racy chart, but we were not responsible or accountable for any of it. Plausible deniability. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you knew, you just didn't help. Okay. Got it. <laughs> so anyway, there's a uh, we've added two at work with the flamingos that seem to rotate. We've added a bear's flag in that mix, and so that Ooh. same kind of trick where. Yeah. You hang a bear's flag around the in the southeastern Wisconsin area. That's no good for people. So no good. I know way too many Bears fans that live in uh, that I'm actually friends with, and it's unfortunate. It's like <laughs> mental illness. I think <laughs> it is. So we'll get yeah, to that mean, later. Know, you, you, you gotta love everybody for who they are, even when they're wrong. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, even if it's wrong. Even if it's even wrong, if right? It's not yeah. the right one. Exactly. <laughs> even if they're a Bears fan. All right. Exactly. So let's talk about your Colts. So the Colts, they've got a ton of young talent, and I think that's what makes them the best team in this division. They're they're ready to win now, and they were two years ago, or, or this time last year, I should say, with Andrew Luck, they were ready to win. Luck had had some good years. It was the best roster he'd had. He was back to full health. He was coming off the best year of his career, and then he decided to retire. And, and you know, mm-hmm. that's that's another one that I wonder if we'll ever hear anything about years later of, as to why 
you know, did a doctor tell him that he had something really bad going on? Sure. I, you know, I don't mm. know. But he got beat up his first five years in the league, and I think that just wore on him to the point where he was done. And so last year they go to Jacoby Brissett, who's a pretty decent backup, and he had a good first half of the year, and the second half was kind of rough. And yeah. so... Well, let's take take a step back. So football is an extremely physical sport. I don't know that people fully understand just how violent of a sport it is. Uh, have you played? Uh, I did not play football, no. Uh, and I know Andrew didn't play. I played for six well, I, years. I played in middle school. Hey, yeah. I, I well. played in middle school, and I played in high school one year. <laughs> so I played four I years of high bench school. a lot. <laughs> four, four years of high school and two years of college before I decided that I would rather be able to walk in my 50s than play football in my teens and 20s i still from the level that i played and i played at division three college it's not like i was a d1 or anything but i still have aches and pains and problems from that time playing football and the new studies have come out with the the concussions and you know the the lifelong problems that happen because of that i still think people and people are going to play anyway regardless of whether that people know about it Mm -hmm. you know i knew while i was playing it that it was a violent game right (laughs) yeah it's so but if you have to wear a helmet for something it's probably dangerous right yeah and and those hits add up and i i guess i don't blame what what's the average lifespan of a running back in the nfl like three years i think it's like three yeah something like that for all positions it's like six yeah yeah. You know, it just and that includes laugh. the the candy <laughs> positions like long snapper and kicker and punter and <laughs> hey punters are people too. No, punters wow. are people too. Come on, no, they're long not. snappers are people too, yeah. Nate. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's uh, he he got beat up and they I, I think the regime that was in Indianapolis building the teams early in Luck's career were they weren't focused on the right things and they. They didn't have uh, he had no offensive line, and he got beat up. And and that by the time then he had an offensive line, he it was, was too so, late. Yeah, it was yeah. too late. Right. Yeah. It was too late. So, so so they've got some some young talent in there now. They've got one of the best offensive linemen in the game in Quentin Nelson. Uh, they've got a young Darius Leonard on linebacker coming on off of two great years, and they added one of the 49ers defensive linemen to Forrest Buckner in the offseason. And if you'll remember, Packer fans, sorry, you'll remember the 49ers were pretty good last year. Great yeah. defense. And they were able to kind of shore up the quarterback position, we hope, for the year. Jacoby was good last year, but he's not the long-term answer. And so uh, Phillip Rivers came over from the Chargers, signed a one-year deal. It's probably going to be the last year of his career. And so he's hungry to win a Super Bowl. And the advantage that he has with all the quarantine stuff shutting down practices, the advantage that Phillip Rivers has is he's got about 16 kids and so he's probably been running seven on seven drills in his backyard <laughs> right. since right. February. Everybody else has been stuck not doing anything. And yeah. he's got the yeah. kids out there running a cover two defense and, and you know, uh, running the Colts place. So hopefully that pays off for him and they have a good year. But I would pick I would pick the Colts to win the AFC South because I'm a homer. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll let you get away with that. We'll let you get away with it. You, you at least backed it up. <laughs> Let's move over to the NFC. Let's start with the NFC East. This is the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, and the the Washington football team. The Washington. That's that's probably the biggest story to come out of the uh, NFC East, right? Yeah, that's been a huge deal. And that's really been something that's been talked about for years. I think it makes sense. I I think that I am not one to jump on the political correctness bandwagon myself necessarily, but that was one that just kind of made sense to me Mm -hmm. that they should have changed it. 
yeah, years I'm okay ago. with it. I think, well, the, uh, and the, I think it was the ownership was like dead set against it forever. Yeah, right? and that was the big deal. Yeah, he was as dead set against that as he was about being against winning. It seems like <laughs> over the last twenty five years. So he, uh, yeah, you know, and they, and really, what did it? It's kind of odd because people talked about it for years, and then what really did it is they had sponsors this year that said, "Look, we're out." Yep. Yep. And that's Good. when you yep. hit somebody money, in their wallet. Money talks, man. Yep. yep. Yeah, definitely. So they gave in. They finally made. You, you like to think, oh, maybe they made the right decision, but they gave in to their 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 money, right? They, <laughs> right, right. Let's be honest. They weren't doing this altruistically. Well, yeah. Either way, we got we're at the end result, right? Right. So it's a good yep. thing. Uh, so and they we'll are the Washington football team <laughs> this year. Have they even floated any other names out there yet? Uh, there were a couple that kicked around, but they, they ended up settling on Washington football team, which the, I think is kind of smart because, look, if people like it, then great. You didn't have to hardly do any yeah. work, and people like it. If they, don't, <laughs> if they don't, you sell a bunch of jerseys this year. You come back next year with a new name, and you sell a bunch <laughs> of jerseys again. sell a whole again. bunch of more jerseys, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, you change your name every year, right? Just keep changing team <laughs> names. I don't know why people keep. Well, them. what would you change it to, though? I mean, you've got nationals for baseball. You've got the what? The Wizards, Wizards in the NBA, which, which that is, was another team name change because they were the Bullets yeah. in, uh, forever. And then with you know violence and all this other stuff, they didn't want to call them the Bullets. And so yeah. I don't know where they got Wizards from. That I don't know that one at all. The Nationals makes sense, right? You're in. You're in the nation's yeah. capital. Well, the Nationals there, but... used to be the Senators. This there was a, oh, a yeah. Senators baseball team at one point in in uh, DC. Maybe they could grab the Senators' name for so the football go. team. I don't, I don't know if you want to be associated with some of those Senators no, now. You know? No, <laughs> I, I think you need to disassociate yourself from politics altogether. Yeah, yeah I think that's being yeah. In DC, let's not associate with any politics at this point. I would think it <laughs> yeah. would be there first. The, yeah. cesspools dc cesspools <laughs> i don't know so maybe washington football team everybody wins right it's boring <laughs> it's vanilla nobody cares right <laughs> it's very it's very european soccer-ish right there you uh, washington fc maybe they could do yeah, something like that yeah. <laughs> F ft ft yeah ft washington <laughs> dc i think one uh i i listen to pat mcafee a lot on uh, his podcast, and I think uh, he floated the DCFC or FCDC for the idea for a team name for them at one point, which I thought yeah. was kind of cool. Yeah, I don't like that one. Cool acronym, you know. I think WFT sounds pretty good. WFT. It's real close to another acronym, but yeah. yeah you might get that one mixed up, which, <laughs> you know, on the football field, they're saying the other acronym. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So in Washington, I think that the main question is, is Dwayne Haskins the quarterback of the future? They drafted him last year. Is he the guy? We don't know. Are they even going to be in the discussion to win the division? No, I wouldn't say that they are unless something really strange happens. But so I, all the other teams like who would you pick? COVID and can't play for. Is it is this is this <laughs> the cow days at a time, Cowboys maybe? year again or the Eagles? I think I, it typically comes down to those two, right? I think it's the Cowboys year. Yeah, and that's going to be really dependent on whether or not Dak Prescott can play to the level that he. Oh, thinks he should get paid yeah, for. Yeah, that that right. th that could be the only possible glitch in their success is if he comes with a chip on his shoulder and mm -hmm. if he pouts, they're going to have problems. If he plays, then they might be successful. Right, and last year he said, hey, I, I, I'm going to wait on signing this contract because you're going to see 
how great I, you know, he bet on himself. Right, and well, I, and I, I support that. I think that's I great. I do too, yeah. But uh, now it's time to, to show us what you can do. Yeah. So, Put up or shut up. Right. So the Giants are kind of, they've had a little bit of a downslide since Eli retired, right? They have, yeah. So their quarterback, their young quarterback is Daniel Jones, kind of still up in the air about him. Can he carry the torch from Eli, who was, you know, Eli was really average, except for a couple of big Super Bowl plays that, that won him a couple of Super Bowls. He was uh, average. He was good enough. enough. Mm-hmm. He was good average, enough. Average, two, two Super Bowl win average. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, people talk about Eli Manning, and they say, is he going to make it in the Hall well, of Fame? And there's he, nobody else with two Super Bowls you would ever say that about. Here's, here's the I thing. I know, right? For sure. Trent, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, and he was he was barely adequate as a quarterback. The only thing he did was get out there and just not make mistakes or not make significant mistakes mm-hmm. that put him behind. Yeah, they let the defense win the games. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, and that is maybe that's enough if you've got a good team around you. Yeah. But the Giants don't have much of a good team. They got Saquon Barkley, who's great at running back, but other than that. So I think it's All the right, Cowboys so or the, the Cowboys. Eagles. I'm going with the Cowboys. All right. Let's move on to the NFC West. We've got the Cardinals, Rams, Niners, and Seahawks. So I think the NFC West is a huge offensive division, and here's why. they Three of those teams, the Cardinals, the Rams, and the 49ers, they have these, these coaches with huge offensive brains, right, that just scheming all sorts of things, and it's kind of crazy. And so Arizona has a young quarterback, but they added DeAndre Hopkins from the Texans, who's one of the best receivers in the league, and that's going to help him tremendously. He's got Larry Fitzgerald on one side, who's a Hall of Famer, yeah. and DeAndre Hopkins on the other, and that's going to help him a lot. Now, if he's running for his life because there's no offensive line, or if they can't play any defense, they're going to struggle. The Rams underperformed last year after having a really good year two years ago, so if they can kind of get back to that how greatness. Long, how long have they been in L.A. now? They've been back in L.A. for four or five years, I think. <sighs> I think seems difficult that it's been that long. Yeah. It's um, and so this year they they've got a new stadium this year. It's funny. There's three teams in new stadiums this year, and nobody can go to them. So it's <laughs> kind of ironic. Really paying for themselves, yeah. huh? Yeah, right. They're going to be in the hole for a little bit longer on those. But uh, the Rams are okay if they can get hot offensively again. They do have a, a couple bright spots on defense, like Aaron Donald and on the defensive line, who's great, and he can rush the passer. The 49ers won the division last year, went to the Super Bowl. Uh, but honestly, I got to tell you, I think the Seahawks win it this year. They could be back to their Super Bowl form because they were able to trade for Jamal Adams from the Jets, who's a big-time safety. And that was when they were winning, when they were going to the Super Bowl and and having all that success early in Russell Wilson's career, they had a great defense on the back end, and Jamal Adams brings that back for them. All right. We don't like the Seahawks either. No. (laughs) All right. There's been some rough ones here against the Seahawks. We're going to move on then. We're going to skip over the North. We'll do that last. Uh, Let's move to the NFC South where you've got the Falcons, Panthers, Saints, and Buccaneers. This is where it gets a little interesting. This is interesting. This is a lot of fun. I And I, for one reason, right? Tom Brady. Yep. He decided to go to Tampa Bay and... He brought Rob Gronkowski with him out of retirement, so we'll see how that goes. If Didn't they have a receiver one down there, too? I don't know. Ed- Edelman? Edelman did not No, go. okay. No, Edelman yeah. stayed. Edelman's still okay. in New England, to my knowledge. So does that do enough to push the Buccaneers to the top of the heap in that division? 
I think it does, but I'm kind of buying into all the hype, right? I'm just excited about it. I think it's cool. And listen, as a Colts fan, I'm supposed to hate Tom Brady, but I think it's really neat that he's going to play for another team and just see, right? Well, just see how it goes. So you've got, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, in this case, you've got the Saints and the Buccaneers. They're the ones that will be fighting out for the top of that division from my perspective. Absolutely. And the Saints are probably the favorite. They're really good all around. They're just a solid team. I mean, they went 5-0 and last year with a backup quarterback. So I think that tells you how good that roster is yeah. from top to bottom. But like I said, I'm buying into the hype. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback who's ever lived, I think. Maybe another episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, we can... that's up for debate, right? There, there's but, a hey, lot of debate there, uh, yeah. He's awesome, and I know that firsthand because I watched him beat my Colts so many times in the playoffs, yeah. and it, it stings. But I'm buying into the hype. So you're going to pick the Bucks. I like Tampa Bay and the Gronkineers <laughs> to <laughs> take that division. All right. We've got it in ink here, so. <laughs> I thought you were using pencil. I was hoping for pencil. No pencil. Um, right. In fact, I'm, I'm using gonna, pencil. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, pencil, yeah, and crayon. That's all I use. Let's move on to the NFC North, the black and blue division, where we've got the Bears, the Lions, the Vikings, and the Packers. Well, we can uh, we can rule out one team, I think, the Lions, right? We, we've all seen them just kind of go <laughs> – Eight and eight, nine and seven, kind of boring. 16. Oh and sixteen, right? The one year they had Dan Orlovsky did a took a dive out of the back of the end zone to go zero and sixteen, and I, I don't think they're a contender for the division. Although I think there's a lot of question marks in this division this year. Yeah, as, as there kind of were last year. I think you know we started last year thinking the Bears were going to win win the division. People thought they were going to be great, and they they were bad. They took um, a dump on the field like they normally do. They did, and they and that's that's one of the things I think we're going to have to watch this year with Mitchell Trubisky. Is he had a bad year last year? If he has another bad year this year, I think they're going to quarterback controversy. Yank him. Yeah, I think oh, so. I hope so. And they brought in Nick. I Foles. can't wait. I can't wait for that. You know, there are people in Chicago pulling for Nick Foles to be the quarterback, the starting quarterback. Oh, absolutely. It's, this is instant quarterback controversy in Chicago, <laughs> and it couldn't have happened to a better team. Well, right, because anytime there's that question mark, right, it, it it's probably going to mean you're you're bad. You're going to have a bad year, right? Right, and so, but hey, Nick Foles is no slouch. I mean, he won a no, Super Bowl with the Eagles, but, but it's with the Bears. It's a different team, a different division, and yeah, I don't think other than Khalil Mack, I don't think they have a whole lot of talent there for them to not figure it out. And maybe they're okay with not figuring it out because they get a good draft pick and they can redo the 2017 draft where it should be noted they could have drafted. Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson with the pick they took Mitchell Trubisky with. That's a little rough. I mean, that, that's some hindsight that Hear that, that Bears fan? Hear that, Bears fans? Right. Yeah. What uh, if? It could have been. I know hindsight's 2020, but so that's got to stick. Actually, you know what? As a Packer fan, I can't take too much pleasure in, in that type of thing because I go back to the Packers. They could have had Barry Sanders, and they took Tony the Turnstile Mandarin. <laughs> the incredible bulk. The Turnstile. Yeah. <laughs> he spent That's a few a years nickname. in Indy afterwards. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Mandarin. After he washed wow. out of the Packers when he got off the steroids. He's probably one of the Colts' best players at that point uh, in the, the early 90s, the early to mid-90s Colts. In, in fact, they they resurrected a former Packer coach, too. You had Lindy Infante. Oh, yeah, Lindy Infante. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep. 
All right, enough reminiscing. Let's, so, let's move on here. So we got the, the Bears who aren't going to win the division, and then the Lions who clearly <laughs> aren't going to win the division. <laughs> yeah, we can see what direction this is going, right? All right, so let's talk about the Vikings a little bit here. Okay, so the Vikings, they lost Stefan Diggs. I mentioned that earlier. He went to Buffalo, but I don't think that's a bad thing for them. He caused a little bit of drama last year. Addition by subtraction? It could be. Addition by subtraction. Yeah, he, he caused a little bit of drama last year, you know, talking about where Kirk Cousins needed to throw the ball, and maybe it's okay that he's gone maybe not because he also makes great plays and he is a really good player so uh they could go downhill we'll see i hope so well i think if you're a packer fan yeah you should hope so because they're (laughs) they're probably the biggest threat to the packers in the division they have been for a few years their one thing they're having an issue with right now is dalvin cook their running back who played really well last year Uh, he's having contract issues so if that spills over into the season who knows how that goes for them you know that that always seems to be a distraction there's always other things going on that can distract people and so if that's one of them uh they could you know underperform and then it's wide open for the packers I that think. would be great mm, so, that would be great i grew up in wisconsin i grew up in the central part of the state and in college i lived with my my freshman and sophomore year my roommates were from the chicago area so they were all bears fans and i kind of grew up the bears was the team to beat that was where the rivalry was you know, and the Packers were so bad for so long. The adage was, we could go two and fourteen as long as we beat the Bears. <laughs> it would be a successful season. Right. So I never grew up with a lot of the animosity towards the Vikings. It was always the Bears for me. However, Lynn, my wife, grew up in the northwestern part of the state, closer to Minnesota, more of the Vikings fan culture up there. Mm-hmm. So when you talk Vikings, she gets a little twitch in her eye, and <laughs> she is a bigger Packer fan than I am. She is like rabid, like totally down. She'll still watch the games. I don't think I've watched a full full NFL game probably one in the last four years. I just, the older we I get. the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, we the, Super Bowl. the Super Bowl. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yep. I take that back. So two for the commercials. So yeah, two in the last <laughs> right, four or for five the years. Show. But so yeah. as I, as I get older, I find that I just can't get emotionally invested in the games anymore. It's just mm-hmm. it's wearing off on me. And a lot of it has to do with some of the free agency and the a lot of it had to do with the drama queen that we had as quarterback in his retirement <laughs> dance several years ago. <laughs> well, <laughs> which I haven't completely gotten over and it seems to be happening again uh, a little yeah. bit, which is even driving me a little bit more nuts. So now I'm just like I'm I'm over it. But I still support the Packers. If they win I'm happy. If they lose, I'm not making it the end of end of my world anymore. Right. Right. But Lynn, so that's how we actually started dating in college mm-hmm. is she would come over with uh, some of her friends to watch Packer games in my room and she would get extremely riled up, like to the point where I would get punched in the shoulder if they missed a first down or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been a, a red flag at that point, but yeah, <laughs> we have a very green and gold history in this house. So <laughs> right. you definitely do. Right. So she hates the Vikings. So we're hoping that the Vikings get distracted this year and don't do anything in the division other than fail. Other than lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, your to your point about hating the uh, the way that certain people retired. We we might be entering another three or four year period of that in Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, and that that's because the Packers this year uh, in the draft from you know Roger Goodell's basement uh, they decided to trade up and draft a quarterback Jordan Love. Yeah. And I think people were kind of surprised because of the thought was if you have Aaron Rodgers, who only has a few years left, he, he's under contract until 2023. You probably want to add as many weapons 
and things to make the rest of the roster better as you can. And instead, they moved up to grab a quarterback. And so I think the question is, well, is that because they're ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers? You know, are they? He's got three years left on contract. Are they going to sit this? It's, it's the exact same situation, right? That he was in, where at some point you got to say, "Hey, look, we're moving on with the young guy, and we don't know how right. soon that's going to be." Right. So he's thirty-six, and if he's playing and if he's successful, he'll be on the field. Mm-hmm. He needs to again. If he's pulling the same diva shit that f- did, and I'm going to bleep both of those out. <laughs> but uh, wow. if he if Very he's, strong if he's words, pulling Nate. the same, same same playbook, then. Fine, leave. Go somewhere else. Don't pull the, oh, I'm going to... Re- this is what irritated me with what he did back in the day. Is, I didn't get my way. You didn't sign Randy Moss. I'm going to retire. Mm-hmm. Oh, then I'll come back. Oh, I'm going to retire. I'm going to come back. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Year to year, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm going to take my ball and go home. And then he comes back and wants to stick it to the Packers by playing for the Jets and then moving over to the Vikings. So I have no respect left for him uh, yeah. based on how he exited. And everybody's got their own opinion on this, and I don't care. There's people that blame the management at the time. I don't care. I disagree. He could have handled it so so differently and gone down as a legend in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And it just tarnished it in mine and a lot of other people's minds. And if Aaron Rodgers decides to go down that path, he's going to be the same way. He's gonna. It's gonna come across the same exact way. It's gonna be like, okay, okay, diva. This is the same right. crap your predecessor pulled. Right. You're gonna do the same exact thing. Yeah, I I think it makes it easier too if the next quarterback is really good. When you move on from and you have Aaron Rodgers, who turns out to be good. Well, that's the thing. I didn't. I don't think anybody knew at that point. He no. played. He saw the field like one time mm-hmm. in career, and he was okay. Yeah. No, nobody knew he was gonna be. Aaron Rodgers, right. obviously, right? Right. But, you know, it didn't take long, and you're going, oh, hey, this is going to work out okay. And and it's not too often. So there's only been one other team that I can think of that had back-to-back Hall of Famers at quarterback, and that was the Niners with the Niners. Joe, Montana. Joe Montana and Steve Young. Steve Young, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. and I think it's it's incredible that the Packers have had back-to-back. And I listen, I tell Packer fans that all the time because after Peyton Manning was done in Indianapolis – uh, and then, you know, we had luck and he was doing fine and then he got hurt and then we were bad for a couple of years. I tell Packer fans this all the time. Listen, you guys have had an incredible run here. And so you're going to have a bad quarterback at some point again. Yeah. So and it's going to be rough. So, <laughs> and here's the problem is that you've got a it's lot inevitable. of, a lot of Packer fans that only know Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers as the yep. quarterback. You've got people that are our age, you know, I'm talking to Andrew and I, that go back to oh, yeah. like the Lynn Dickey, uh, yeah, yeah. Anthony Dillwig, uh, <laughs> Anthony Don Mikowski, who was Macau, who was magic magic man, was a, right? Who was exciting, magic man caught lightning in a bottle one year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, my wife is twenty eight years old. Yeah, 29? I don't. Yeah, remember. and I should know that. And she she knows nothing <laughs> yeah, you other should than definitely know that. I should know that. Yeah, I know the day. I Do just, you know your anniversary? You know how many years you've been married? Yeah, I know the day. I just don't <laughs> want to do the math right now. Okay. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Math so, is bad. Hey, we're at twenty nine. We're twenty nine. I just did it in my head. All right, quickly. Um, she's twenty nine. She listen to the show. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure she'll probably want to listen, listen to this one. one. Actually, yeah. this will be the one she doesn't want to listen to, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so you're safe. I listen. to You talk about football all the time, yeah. Drew. I don't need to hear your blathering on. She hears me bump my gums all the time so (laughs) she's 29 and she knows nothing but the Packers being good with good quarterbacks yeah she didn't live through the 70s and 80s when it was just horrible football so Lynn Dickey was the quarterback of the Packers back in the 
I think the late seventies, and the chant was, "You may beat the Packers, but you can't lick our dicky." <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, I remember. That's great. So, but yeah, it, they were they were like the Cleveland Browns of that era, and it wasn't yeah. until it wasn't until Ron Wolf came in, uh, replaced Tom Bratz, who was the clown that drafted Tony Mandrich instead of Barry Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> that things started to turn around. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be interesting to see what Aaron Rodgers shows up, right? Is he mad about what happened? Is right. he is he going to use that as fuel? So he's always played with a chip on his shoulder, and I just can't see him taking this just from how he's played before. I can't see him rolling over, and I think he's going to take this as a challenge, and this is just my opinion, and I'm maybe my hope, you know, that, that he he comes in fired up and, okay, well, this is, I'm going to show you guys. Right. Instead of causing drama with it. Right. And the yeah, other good news is that he's single too. now. So yeah, no distractions. He plays better. I think it's it's proven that he plays better when he doesn't have a girlfriend. I don't know about and that. I don't know. <laughs> I think that. I don't know who in their who in their right mind would would break up with a hot race car driver. Well, I know, right? I mean, how cool is that? But well, not yeah, only that, he but did, look, so. look look at the one before Olivia Munn. Munn. He's not okay for himself. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, <laughs> he's not okay for himself. But he plays better single. So. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's right. uh, it's going to be interesting to see, but I will say I think the Packers win the division. I, I do. Nice. Right. I, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's another team that's close enough just with the other question marks. And at the end of the day, even if it's bad Aaron Rodgers, he's still better than the rest of the quarterbacks in the division. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so here's what we've got. In the AFC, you've got the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Colts as the division winners. In the NFC, we've got the Cowboys, the Seahawks, the Packers and the Bucks. Who makes the Super Bowl? So out of the AFC, I think it's going to be the Chiefs again. It's hard to bet okay. against them. Like yep. I said, they based on what they have. Yeah, they went there last year. They won it, and nothing really changed with the team. So I think it's it's an easy choice there. From there, the other division winners, they've all got a shot at it, depending on how the the playoffs shake out and how everybody plays. Uh, and I think one thing that's going to be big this year. You know, make the Belichick coronavirus joke about how he's going to infect teams, but really, teams staying healthy is going to be huge this year. Yeah, it's going to be huge because not only you know they always say the healthiest team is is there at the end, and this isn't only injuries. Now we're talking. Now we're talking a virus where you've got to quarantine for fourteen days if you get exposed to it. Right. Right. So if 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 guys aren't focused on hey, I need to stay in my house and just you know not go out, not do this and that, and and do what I need to do to make this hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right, you know, and we've seen some other sports are playing in bubbles, and that's working out pretty well. And baseball is not in a bubble, but they've worked out pretty well so far. They've had a couple issues so far. Um, It's still yeah. There's been a couple of canceled games or players, but yeah, they're playing games, right? They're at least playing, and so I think it. They've shown it's possible to kind of quarantine yourself and still be able to go play ball, and so that'll be a huge deal this year, I think, as far as who's there at the end. All right, so Chiefs in the AFC. Who are you picking in the NFC? In the NFC, I like the Seattle Seahawks. Hmm. My one A there would be the 49ers again, but I really like the Seahawks this year. I, I really do. I think the 49ers caught some people off guard last year with the way they played and how good their defense was. They lost a little bit on defense, and I think Seattle is going to be where it's at. I, I think Russell Wilson's great quarterback, and he's going to lead them back to the Super Bowl this year. Who wins it, Chiefs or Seahawks? I can't bet against the Kansas City Chiefs again. So you're going it, with the Chiefs? Just, wow. You're going to repeat. It, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's tough to repeat, but they're good. 
right. I mean, yeah. heck, they got a wide receiver that's, called, that's named Cheetah, for crying out loud. Nicknamed Cheetah. <laughs> Come on. He can run around everybody. So there have been – can he catch the ball, though? There have been catch fast, the ball. fast receivers in the NFL before. What are the Ishmael brothers? <laughs> yeah, Rocket, Rocket and, uh, and uh, Quadri. I yeah. think was his name. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And they were both like world-class sprint speed, mm-hmm. but they couldn't catch the ball. He he can catch. He can run. Right. He can uh, – they're, they're good. So I like the Chiefs to – to repeat. What they call his little brother Missile, I think. Rocket and Missile. <laughs> Rocket and Missile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you got it. The Chiefs. Again. Put all your money on the Chiefs. You can send it to us. Well, and it's then you'll never to... worry about winning or losing. We'll just take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're taking all bets. We won't pay out. We'll just take the yeah, money. Yeah, we don't in. pay out anything. So bets <laughs> is kind of a loose term. <laughs> right. We like to call them sponsorships, it. but I mean, you call oh, them whatever you, you want as long as we get your money. <laughs> <laughs> thank you drew for uh participating in our show and putting the the, the effort in that to talk through this i think it was a, a fun show for us to do i wasn't yeah. sure i had a i had a little bit of a panic last night i'm like what if it sucks what if drew comes in here and this show sucks and i don't think it did i think we had a good time <laughs> i have that panic every time we record nate <laughs> Well, yeah, you guys are uh, you guys are uh, are great to work with, and I had that panic the last twenty minutes. So I mean, what do you you know? No, I think it turned out well. I think this is going to be a good show. I think people are going to enjoy it. I know there's a lot of football fans, not only in this country but uh, across the world. Sure. People like the American football quite a bit. I hear it's pretty popular and it's catching on. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. We'll have to see if our Belfast contingent is into it. So speaking of Terry, uh, we got uh, an email from him. He responded to our call for him to leave us a voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> and here's what he said. Without sent. a voicemail? <laughs> yes. Not, not a voicemail. And he explains why. Hi, guys. About yeah. And I'm sure that's something in... Uh, I don't know if it's Gaelic that he speaks or, or what, but uh, as we sat here in Belfast, just following up with you, woke earlier than usual today and listened to the recent podcast idiosyncratic episode. Good topic is everyone has some glitch in their hard drive. I, <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's a mixture of trauma, comfort, and addiction that triggers our weird little ways of coping. My wife says I always have to collect the full set, but in doing so, I've come to realize I can only continue to be interested up until the set or whatever is complete. So he's got a collection, apparently. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. good of you to want to have me call. You might need an interpreter as we have our unique way with words here. Have a look at this website. It's a local t-shirt business using a Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland uh, some of the sayings that we use here every day. A mixture of Ulster, <laughs> Ulster, Scott, and Belfastisms. Keep her lit, or best regards, Terry. So keep her nice. lit. I think we need to start using that in our vernacular. Keep her lit. Keep her lit. <laughs> I want him to call in so I can we can hear all his Belfastian yes. words. And then he can translate, follow up with an email and translate for us. There you go. Us. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again for joining us, Drew. We appreciate everybody listening to our show. You can find us on uh, all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and... The Talk. Apparently still The Talk on TikTok. Yep. Uh, we are on TikTok. We're still getting followers on TikTok, Nate. Are we upping our game yet? We are getting followers. We're... Uh, it's growing slowly, but we're still okay. we're still progressing. Have you guys started dancing on there yet? We haven't, yet, or we haven't no? talked very I, much. Or I do have I, I do have one called. dance out there. Yeah, one dance. Yeah, I'll show you after okay. we are done recording here. Right. Yeah, it's it's pretty epic. I think if you guys would start learning some of the popular dances out there, you you're getting a whole new generation of people. <laughs> oh man, I tell show. you, we would yeah. be 
be on fire. <laughs> We'd be lit. <laughs> <laughs> My dancing is on fleek. <laughs> on fleek. <laughs> no sus. So, yeah, no cap. No cap. No cap. Completely <laughs> sus. So Completely I don't know. If, sus. I don't know if you've listened, Drew. Have you listened to our Gen Z versus uh, Gen X? Uh, no, I show? haven't heard that one. So. Go listen to that okay. after you leave here. And those of you who haven't listened to that show... Do it uh, right now. Do it right now. We collaborate with our friend B from Arbitrary Advice, who is Gen Z. She quizzes us on Gen Z terminology, and then we return the favor. Oh. So go listen to it right now. We'll wait for you. Welcome and back. And welcome back. Yes, thank you. So <laughs> just in time for us to close the show. So thank you all for listening to both that show and uh, yeah. this show. And, uh, and yes. this show. And all the shows. Yeah, so all of our uh, social media is available on our website, twobeardsplease.com. And if yep. you All really, the social media is at twobeardsplease. Yep. And if you really want to contact us and be creative, leave us a voicemail. We have a voicemail number. That's kind of what we were referring to when we were mentioning Terry. Uh, our number is 26... And if you, you can speak in a different language, you could, that'd be great, too. Sure. <laughs> no? Shut up. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Leave us a phone message. And what's the sure, number, Sure, we'll, we'll translate it. We'll Google translate it. Yeah, that what's num- the number? That number is 262-345-7076. Hold on. I got to get my crayon out of my nose. All right. 262. I'm ready. 262-345-7076. Leave us a voicemail. Be funny. We'll either read it, uh, the transcript on the air, or just put the whole thing. Put the put the audio on. So. Or both. Or both. Probably not both. <laughs> One or the other. Maybe. All right. That's it. That's all we got. Thanks, Drew. Thanks, guys, for having me. Call it. We will have you in a post-NFL follow-up, post-Super Bowl That one might be ugly. See how your predictions were. All right. Sounds good. Thanks again. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Be kind. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Love one another. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Support for Two Beards, Please, provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing cedarburgassociates at thrivent.com. That was a Titan Cast episode.